The views expressed on the following program are designed to amplify those of the speaker and not necessarily those of KAAM, DJRD Broadcasting, or its sponsors. Hello, everybody. What's coming up on today's experience? Devotional Diamonds of the Day, also known as DDDs, where my daily devotions become some of our spiritual reflections. Sound effects placed throughout the show which have nothing to do with life except they make your heart smile and a merry heart doth make like medicine. So in their own way, sound effects are like medicine. Ooh, the review of the goofy news, which proves Jesus is coming back sooner than you think. That doesn't take a brain surgeon to figure that out. Life lessons for our faith that we could actually use? Probably won't, but if we decide to not sit on our blessed assurance, and if we decide to engage in the kingdom of God, yes, we can use these lessons of faith and grow closer to the Lord. Remember, without faith, it's impossible to please God. Humor that will force you to think, why does this guy have a radio show? To which our most famous answer is, who knows? Also a Bible trivia for fake and yet somehow real cool prizes, your phone calls, and more. to the David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. My name is David Spoon. I will be your host for the next 5,400 seconds. Get ready for one of the more bizarre experiences on live radio. Here is the key to the show. We don't know what we're doing. Goodbye. Oh, no. We don't know what we're doing. We have no idea what's going to happen, and we don't care. But for the next few minutes, I want to talk faith with you. So here we go. We're asking questions about living life as a Christian, going through trials, scratching your head, and trying to figure out what is it that the Lord doth teach me. And as you know, you don't always have the answer right away. Sometimes talking to other brothers and sisters, having them pray with you, having them share with you can help you understand what those trials are all about. That's what we're trying to do is provide a place for people to come, to share, to encourage each other, to strengthen each other, to bless each other. If you have an opinion, a comment, a thought, or a question, don't let it die of loneliness. No, don't do that. Give us a call. 972-445-0770. That's 972-445-0770. When you call 972 972- Four four five zero seven seven zero. It's possible that the government's listening in. I don't know, and I don't care. But what will happen is you will talk to Captain Chris, and then you will be. There you go. Also, you can text us two one four two one zero eight four eight three. I'm feeling it today. 214-210-8483. You can't call that number. People do call sometimes. You got to text on that number, the 214-210-8483, as well as you can email david at he must org. That's david at he must org. 
David, as in King David without the king, he, as in the opposite of she, must increase. That's our goal in life, David, at hemustincrease.org. That is how you can email us. I also want to send you to the website, but before I do, but before I do, a couple things I want you to be aware of. You can, on the website, share a praise report or a prayer request. We'll keep it confidential or share it. That's up to you. You can also check out the new things we put on the website. There's some very cool things on the site to let you know that we're moving forward, not backwards. So there's new site stuff. That's a good way to think about it. Also on the website, there's a free app. If you want to put an app on your phone, it doesn't cost any money. It just connects you directly to the station, the website at the station, so you can hear it. It's pretty simple, and uh, we don't like syrup, serve up ads or anything like that through there. It's uh, pretty basic. But right now, just for Android, so for the iPhoneers, sorry, it uh, takes money. We don't have that money yet, but we will get there because we have been approved. And then the last thing is that we want you to invest in the ministry. You might invest in this ministry, and if not in this ministry, I encourage you to be a giver in some ministry. Give somewhere so that you are supporting the works that are around you. If you decide you want to participate with us, but you can't give, then be a prayer for us. That's what we that's what we ask for. But that website's a great place to do that kind of giving. So with all of that and praise reports and prayer requests, we send you to he must increase.org. Prayer request? Hemostincrease.org. Praise report? Hemostincrease.org. Looking to give to this ministry? Hemostincrease.org. Confused by what's happening right now? Hemostincrease.org. Hemostincrease.org. There he goes, jumping off the bridge. <laughs> jumping off the dock. All right, we are, what is Today's Wednesday, right? All day? Just doesn't cut off in the middle and then just goes, well, now it's Thursday. How does, how does I'll double work? check, but I think it's going to be Wednesday all day. Wednesday all day. Boy, they ought to change some of that stuff. Here we are at Psalm 16, one of my fave, fave, faves. And next week, I'm just telling you, next week we're going all the way because it's the last two verses next week. But this week I want to talk about this. In uh, verse 6, David says, The lines have fallen unto me in pleasant places. Yes, I have a good inheritance. What's that good inheritance? The Lord. And everybody's looking for a rich uncle. You've got a rich dad, a richer dad than any uncle could ever be. He doesn't just own the cattle on a thousand hills. He owns every planet. That's a lot. There, there's a lot there, right there. David says this, I will bless the Lord who has given me counsel. My heart also instructs me in the night seasons. I have set the Lord always before me because he is at my right hand. I shall not be moved. A couple things to bring up right off the bat. And David says, I will bless the Lord. And most people know Psalm 103. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. And people wonder, what do you mean by bless the Lord? What is that? How do you bless the Lord? I mean, you're not actually adding to him. He is self-sufficient. He doesn't need humanity. The idea that he needs us is a terrible theological uh, approach. He doesn't need us. He graciously gives us life, grants us life because he wants to hang out with us, but he is self-sustaining. So then how do you bless the Lord? How do you bless him who's got everything? <laughs> I mean, how do you, what do you do? How do you do that? And the way that the Lord has defined that in the framework of Scripture is you bless the Lord by giving your acknowledgement, your recognition, your admiration, your praise, your worship, and your, your, the honor of your heart to him for all that he has done for you. And you might be thinking, well, I didn't win the lotto. 
Well, I will quote to you a song that has nothing to do with that, but you'll understand it. I beg your pardon. I didn't promise you a rose garden along with the sunshine. There's got to be a little rain sometime. That's life. Get over it. Here's the bottom line. The bottom line to that is that you bless the Lord with what you say. You bless the Lord with your heart. You lift up your heart of praise. You lift up your heart of appreciation. It's not like you're going to do something for God that's going to alter the, the king of the universe, but you let him know you are awesome, and I appreciate it. And there's something powerful about being appreciated. I don't know if you know this or not, but when people tell you that they appreciate you, not just trying to butter you up, okay, not just trying to get something from you, you know, like when we used to do with our parents, Mom, are you looking thin today? By the way, McDonald's has a special. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about the sincerity of it all. When you look at your spouse, when you look at your friends, when you look at one another and you say, I love you, I need you, I appreciate you. There is a powerful moment that takes place for a person who hears that. They know that their efforts are appreciated. And when we bless the Lord, we let him know that. We share that. And not only does that take place, but then we recognize where our dependence comes from, where our help comes from. It comes from the Lord. And so David says, I will bless the Lord who has given me counsel. Have you ever noticed that there's times in your life where you don't know what to do, then somehow you get to the right track and you do the right thing? Almost, I would say for me, almost by accident. Almost like, how did I get here? Okay, cool. That's the Lord giving us counsel. My heart also instructs me in the night seasons. How does that take place? Because God is working on us even while we're sleeping. If you really want to understand that, you need to read Job chapter 29 and 30, where it talks about God instructing people as they sleep. The Lord is so in touch with us that even when we have to shut down the system so that we don't overheat, He's still feeding us information. Isn't that cool? And then David says this, and this is something that uh, there's two approaches to this. But I, I like both of them. I don't like either one. I like both. It says, I have set the Lord always before me. Because he's at my right hand, I shall not be moved. So to set the Lord always before us means two things. It means that he comes before us. Okay, like in other words, I set the Lord before me. Like it's before me is him. Before me is his kingdom. Father out there in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done. That's how you set the Lord before you. And then the other way that you do that is that your focus, your walking day by day is that the Lord is right in front of you. And when the Lord is in front of us and when our thoughts are fixed on the Lord, he gives him perfect peace whose mind is stayed upon thee. So the Lord pours himself upon us. We focus in on the Lord. We have him in our focus. We have him in our vision. And then the Lord grants us peace because our vision is focused on him. He's before us. So he comes before us and he is before us. And both of those are cool. And then David says this kind of cool. Cool. He goes, because he is at my right hand. I've always set the Lord before me. Because he's at my right hand, I shall not be moved. Somebody who's at the right hand is somebody very close. And when you have somebody really close to you, it's hard to push those people apart. What was that game we used to play? Uh, the Sadie Hawkins thing where the people line up and you try and run back and forth and break through the lines. And 
Well, that's that's way before your time, isn't it? You're just shaking your head, looking at me like I lost my mind. Anyway, when you have somebody super close to you, next to you, it's hard to breach and to break through. That's the key. That's why we have him before us. He's at our right hand. We'll take our break, and then we'll come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Have you ever wanted to get involved with a ministry that promotes Jesus Christ as Lord, but just don't know how? Serving in ministry is a matter of devotion, time, and talent. Are you looking for a place to try and test the waters? Do you want to get involved? Come join the Ambassadors Initiative. Be an ambassador for the David Spoon Experience. It doesn't pay great. Actually, it doesn't pay anything. But the eternal benefits are out of this world. Be a representative. Why not? It couldn't hurt. Well, we hope not anyway. You don't need to be a professionally qualified minister. You need to have a pulse. By that, we mean you need to have a heart. Just go to hemustincrease.org. That's hemustincrease.org. Click on the three lines at the top right of the website and then click on the Ambassadors Initiative link. Fill out the form and we will reach out to you. Sorry. No parking tickets will be paid for you as an ambassador through this position. What is the David Spoon Experience? Jesus Christ as the Lamb of God for you and I. God provided his own burnt offering, his own Lamb of Sacrifice, because our presentations are not that hot. And this is where you get the understanding that the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. All have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. How many? All. And the wages of sin is death. That's the result. But the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. And God showed his love for us while we were still sinners that Christ died for us. That's the love. He was the sacrificial lamb. And if you have never made that decision, I invite you right now to make that decision to acknowledge Jesus Christ as Lord. If you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. This is where you get John 3.16, which people will say is the gospel in a scripture, which is not far off. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. That gift is available for you. And if you have never exercised that acceptance of that gift, I encourage you to do so by saying this prayer. And don't go anywhere because i got another one for all of us. Heavenly Father, I surrender my life. Lord Jesus Christ, I give you my heart. Pour out your Holy Spirit, for I believe you rose from the dead, and I confess with my mouth you died for my sins, according to the Scriptures. You were buried, and three days later you rose again. You ascended to the Father and are coming back soon, and I thank you for this new life you've given me. I praise you and pray this in your name. Amen. If you prayed that prayer for the first time, you are now a Christian. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Here we go with our first trivia question. 
a little tougher, but it's still a one or the other kind of answer. Judas, so you got to answer this question. Did Judas go to the chief priests and say he could betray Jesus? Or did the chief priests ask Judas to do this? Did Judas go to the chief priests and say he could betray Jesus, or did the chief priests ask Judas to do this? If you think you know the answer, you can reach out to us. Our number, 972-445-0770. Al is just classic. Al, first answer. Uh, also, 214-210-8483 if you want to text in. As well, you can send an email, david at he must increase. Dot org. We will do our DNA while that question is being pondered. Did Judas go to them or did they go to Judas? That's it. This is kind of, like, kind of a nice way to say it. Uh, D. D stands for draw closer to the Lord. Daily. Daily. I just want to say day. Isn't there like a, it's the daily double. Ding, 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 right? It's like it's on Jeopardy, plus it's on like horse races and stuff like that or stuff like that. Anyway, a daily. I just, yeah, there you go. Daily. And never be ashamed of Jesus or his words. Never be ashamed of Jesus or his words. Never be ashamed of Jesus or his words. I'm telling you, the world's goal is to try to make you ashamed of them. I'm just telling you right now, that's going to happen. Here's your biggest, most theological response when that happens. Okay, that's all you got to remember. A, always be ready to serve, to serve, which means that your heart and mind are geared towards the Lord. And then in that being geared towards the Lord, you're aware that you can be a vessel or a vehicle of his grace, of his mercy, of his love to other people. And then that way you're not just consumed or I'm not just consumed in my own little universe, which I tend to do quite often and need to be reminded on a regular daily basis, stop doing that. Okay, all right, so that's the DNA. Draw closer to the Lord daily and never be ashamed of Jesus or his words. A, always be ready to serve, okay? Okay, again, the trivia question, and then we'll get into uh, the other thing that I want to get into. Uh, trivia question, did Judas go to the chief priests and say that he could betray Jesus, or did the chief priest ask Judas to do this for him? That is the question. If you think you know the answer, reach out to us at 972-445-0770 or text in 214-210-8483 or send an email david at he must increase.org. Let's see. A couple things I want to tell you. So I will find out this week. Let me rephrase that. Beginning part of next week for sure whether I have been fully approved to finish my doctorate in the direction that I'm going, even though it's a little bit unique. So I'm going to get that affirmation within five days or six days, which is really nice because I've spent many years <laughs> trying to go this direction. And if they say no, I'm going to cry. That's number one. Number two, when praying for the audience, I mentioned this yesterday. You're going to hear me talk about this a lot. Might as well just get it in your brain. I want you, when you're praying for people, whatever the Lord puts on your heart, follow that, direct that. But one thing I want to be praying for are people that listen and the other people who are praying for the people that listen is for recovery. Whatever the area is, whether it's financial, relational, psychological, whether it's physical, emotional, doesn't matter. Just pray for recovery. That's the thing that we're focusing in on. And then don't forget to lift up my wife. She came home yesterday. So she's already done two 13-hour days. Okay, in a row. She came home yesterday, and I said, how you doing, honey? 
And she looked at me and tilted her head and said, tired. And that's, that's all she says. It's just like, okay. <laughs> Somebody needs a, and you know this is the this is the time where as a husband you want to give all the brilliant advice, you know, drink a monster, you know, or whatever, right? That's the time you don't do that. You just go, well, I'm gonna pray for you. <laughs> just leave it there. So be praying for her. We would greatly appreciate it. Let's get into the rest of the text, and then we'll get into the trivia. Did I forget anything? I think we're pretty. All right, we're on target. Okay, so I want to go back into this. I want to make sure you understand what's going on because it's a big buildup for next week's teaching. So David says in verse 6, the lines have fallen to me in pleasant, this is in Psalm 16, verse 6, the lines have fallen to me in pleasant places. Yes, I have a good inheritance. By the way, the inheritance is the Lord and then everything that comes with the Lord, so that's pretty good. I will bless the Lord who has given me counsel. Uh, My heart also instructs me in the night seasons. He's giving appreciation, showing adoration, giving thanks. Says this uh, next, I have set the Lord always before me. Because he is at my right hand, I shall not be moved. It's very difficult to move a person who's closely connected to another. It's easier to push somebody or move somebody aside who's just standing by themselves. You can go one side or the other. But when two people are together, it becomes much tougher. And that's what David's talking about. It's like, he's at my right hand. I'm not going nowhere. And it's that attitude. And I know it's kind of – it's kind of uh, – well, Dave, that's kind of a cavalier attitude. Uh, no, I think it's I think it's actually a good expression of faith. God's with me. He's next to me. I'm next to him. I'm not going anywhere. And it's like I like that because it's a it's an attitude of steadfastness. And we know one thing that the Lord is a rock, and so if you're leaning on the rock, you're doing pretty good. Verse nine. Therefore, my heart is glad and my glory rejoices. My flesh also will rest in hope. This is a big part of things, the hope process that we're going to get to in a second. But he says, my heart is glad and my glory rejoices. Everything that is good and that is great about life, I rejoice in because of God, because he's made it good. One of the things that the Lord has challenged me on is to be thankful for the things that I don't understand, trusting him that he's working it out. And that's part of this this relationship we have with him that says, you know, I'm feeling really good. I'm kind of getting into this. I'm in a, and I'm, I'm physically feeling better. I'm, I'm on this road to recovery. All of this greatness, all of this goodness, all of this glory, this is because of you. And I appreciate it. And I want you to know I appreciate it. And I, in my flesh, and that's not in the old nature, in my body, I am going to rest in hope, which means that I believe that God is going to, God's going to Help me physically. And some of you are out there and you've got a lot of pain and a lot of discomfort. And some of you, the Lord will help and will get you through it. Others need to exercise a little more faith that God will help you. Kind of maybe. It's like uh, kind of what the worst case scenario for believing that the Lord's going to bring you full re- into full restoration. The worst case scenario is he brings you to him. It's like, OK, we used to have this. I mean, this is going to be really morbid, but just put up with me. OK, my brother and I and Larry and Bruce, these four Jewish guys from Detroit who were Christians, who used to go out and witness to the prostitutes on the streets in Van Buren before Van Buren got cleaned up. And were threatened on a regular basis. <laughs> and they knew who we were. <laughs> it was just kind of funny. We used to say to one another, you know, if you live for the Lord, 
the worst thing that can happen if, if everything happens is that you starve to death. It'd be like the worst thing that you can come up. That's what we came up with. Don't don't get mad at me. This is we're young kids, right? And then we would say, but then if you starve to death, you die, and then you're with the Lord. So how bad is that? And so we used to what we used to say is the worst it can be ultimately leads us to the Lord. Now the Lord gives a lot of wisdom as you grow older and you you know you get older you're like well I don't want to go through this I don't want to go through this pain I don't go through this pain but you know what you have a right as a child of the most high god not to tell god how it's going to go but to have a hope in your being in your body and some of you've gone through quite a bit quite a bit of struggle you are entitled as a child of the most high a child of the king of kings to go, I hope in my body to have full recovery. God does not doesn't get mad about that. He's not angry that you're believing. He's probably a little more angry that we don't believe as often as we don't believe. Because many of us operate in this doubt, or worse, we operate in this principle we think, well, we deserve this. If you got what you deserved, you would have been obliterated. Obliterated? Obliterated. It's obliterated, right? What is the word? Obliterated. Obliterated. I knew there was a word like that close. You know, if you really got what you deserved, the first second you sinned, you would have been ray gunned out. (laughs) I'm just saying, you can't get mad at me. That's the fact. But the graciousness of God entitled and granted to you by his gift has entitled you to spend eternity with him. That's pretty good. That's not too shabby. So your heart is glad. Your glory rejoices. Your flesh will also rest in hope. There's Look, look at what there is. There's gladness, there's glory, and there's hope. Those are definitely, I'm not a positive spinet guy, but those are definitely positive things. That's better than an Eeyore life. Oh, my. I love it. It's my birthday. <laughs> All right. Let's do the trivia. <laughs> yeah, Kevin, Chris, and I can have some fun. By the way, I just want to say that Annika and Neil gave uh, a most fantastic thing. You want to say something about that real quick? Oh, I love it. It's it's. I don't have the words. It is really. He, they drew a picture of Chris. It's fantastic. It's a great, great, great job. So. Props to them. He was like uh, Artest el, el, el Fantastico. I don't know. Is that French? Is that, I don't know what that is. Sure, we'll go with that. Yeah, I'll go with that one. All right. The uh, question was, did Judas go to the chief priest and say he could betray Jesus, or did the chief priest ask Judas to do this? The answer is Judas went to the chief priest and said he would betray Jesus, looking for this opportunity to be unfaithful to the king and change the status of the plan of God. Probably a bad idea for us. Superbly a bad idea for him. Okay? All right. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. going to take a short break. Top of the hour. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. Most of my life This KAAM radio show with your very own David Spoon is not a business, but a nonprofit ministry first and foremost committed to sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ and strategically equipping the saints. Our mission is to educate, encourage, and entertain Christian believers, the hurting, 
and those not yet believers who need biblical truths. To continue our radio ministry and message of truth, we need many of our faithful listeners to support us, as well as ministry partners who might wish to sponsor the He Must Increase ministry. By giving, you wonderfully facilitate our priorities of assertively teaching the Word of God, and you get nothing in return. No quid pro quo. Nothing but a receipt at the end of the year indicating you gave to us since your donation is 100% tax-deductible. Remember that it says in Corinthians that whoever sows generously will also reap generously, or in Proverbs where it teaches that a generous person will prosper, whoever refreshes others will be refreshed. But if you cannot give, no problem. Continue to enjoy and learn and give however you see fit whenever you can. To support us, go to hemustincrease.org. That's hemustincrease.org. Such support is terribly appreciated, knowing it enables our beloved David Spoon to give to all of us his time, energy, like so few can. Right here on KAAM. What is the David Spoon experience? Now, if anybody gets offended at this, I apologize that you have no sense of humor. Okay. Uh, like that? That's a good luck. <laughs> bam, bam. All right, uh, here's the first one. A pastor was leaving his area and was saying farewell to his congregation at the church door for the last time. He shook the hand of an elderly lady as she walked out. She said, your successor won't be as good as you. Well, nonsense, said the pastor in a flattered tone. No, really, said the old lady. I've been here under five different ministers, and each new one has been worse than the last. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> Ouch. But this one, this is the one that's going to offend people, which is irony, right? Because that's more offensive than this is. And this is just too f- – and if you guys get offended at this, I – you know, take a, take a week off the show. <laughs> but, uh, it seems there was a minister who had just all of his remaining teeth pulled and new dentures were being made. The first Sunday, he only preached 10 minutes. The second Sunday, he preached 20 minutes. But the third Sunday, he preached an hour and 25 minutes. When asked about this by some of the congregation, he responded this way. The first Sunday, my gums were so sore it hurt to talk. The second Sunday, my dentures were hurting a lot. The third Sunday, I accidentally grabbed my wife's dentures, and I couldn't stop talking. (laughs) 